Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. So we want to thank HEV for making today's podcast possible. HEV makes it a priority to get involved and make a difference in the lives of friends and neighbors. HEB Operation Appreciation is a company-wide campaign created to honor the brave men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces, men and women who are HEB partners and customers, friends, and family. Operation Appreciation partners with organizations like us, the Military Child Education Coalition that supports U.S. troops and their families. In contributing time, talent, and financial support, HEB recognizes and appreciates the dedication and sacrifices service members make on behalf of the nation. So for our listeners in Texas, check out one of your neighborhood HEB grocery stores. And HEB, thank you for sponsoring this podcast for the sake of the child. Welcome everyone to our podcast for the sake of the child. My name is Susan Sellers. I'm a spouse of an active duty service member, parent to three military kids, master parent to parent educator, and now a podcast host at the Military Child Education Coalition. Today we're going to talk to Mrs. Ellen Dunford, Senior Military Spouse and Mentor. Ellen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? I was not raised in a military family, but my father, brother, and several uncles served. Uh, Joe and I have been married almost 35 years. We have three grown children and are due to retire later uh, this fall. So I worked for about 30 years as a physical therapist, most of it in pediatrics. And now my full-time job is working on behalf of military families at all stages of their careers. Wonderful. Well, I am sure after having almost 35 years in the military, you've had a lot of moves like a lot of military families do. Do, can you share a duty station that maybe stuck out as a favorite for your children and why that was the case? This is one of the most frequent questions I receive asking what my favorite duty station was or my kids Um, and I don't think there really was a favorite duty station Um, all of them had some positive and negative aspects and I think we all found something to love in each of them often it was the people there that made it a great experience I think for my kids it was about what particular stage of life uh, they were at and how it played into their personal relationships. That determined how they felt about a duty station. I think they loved living by the beach at Camp Pendleton, but they had mixed opinions about the quality of of their middle school. And then it was a period where they faced two years of their fathers deployed to war. So it was a complicated time, not not totally good, not totally bad. And I, I think that's the description of many places. There are some really good things about it, and then some not so good things. No, absolutely, and I, I definitely believe there's no place that's actually perfect, right. but I like how you mentioned that you, you took the best of every duty station that you lived in and 
made it the most and made it the best opportunity that you had at the time. Mm -hmm. So you had mentioned in your bio that you had had a career in physical therapy specifically with pediatrics. And there's a lot of military spouses out there trying to find their way with their career, managing a family, and especially with these frequent relocations, that can be a challenge. What advice would you share with these spouses? I think it's important to decide what will work for you at that place where you are or you're about to be stationed and what stage your family is is in. Success for me was that I got to do the work I loved, that I was able to take care of my family, whatever the demands were on my service member by the Marine Corps, and then still have some me time and some time for my friends and, and feeding my soul. Whatever that looked like, it's not a static formula. Um, it changed as the kids grew, as the demands on my husband increased, and as I managed my own desires and health needs, etc. Sometimes perfect is the enemy in your life. The perfect spouse, the perfect job, the perfect body, they don't exist. So you have to, you have to keep reinventing what is the right thing for you at that particular time, and then sort of create your own satisfaction. If you cannot find work doing exactly what you want with the pay scale you want, etc., it doesn't mean that you give up on it, but it means you try to find whatever is the best that you can do at that time. And sometimes it's opening up some new doors. For me, there was a point I, I had been really focusing on trauma care. And then we moved to a rural area where there was no trauma center unless I wanted to drive about 60 miles. That didn't cut it. So I uh, found a employment in the school system, switched to pediatrics because neurology is neurology, and I had a good background in peds uh, from school. And it turned out that I preferred that over the trauma care, and that's what I did for the next 25 years. That's wonderful. It's amazing how something you ne didn't necessarily think would be an avenue when you moved ended up being an opportunity. So yes, I think that's absolutely. A, I think that's a great piece of advice for for all our listeners. So, and in addition to working, you've also been involved with the FRG, and you've kind of watched it evolve over the last several years. And I've I've noticed I took a peruse on your Facebook page, home of the chairman, and you always are great about posting resources for our military families. And I would love for you to share just a few of your favorites with our listeners. Well, first of all, I kind of laugh because. In, in the, the notes on the questions, it said SFRG, and I was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, and I assume that it's something related to family readiness. But, but one of the things it brought up is this acronym confusion, um, which is something that I've experienced quite a, quite a bit as the chairman's spouse. Um, each service and occupational specialty speaks their own language. And so, you know, is it any wonder that families who are looking for resources get very, very confused by all of the different acronyms that they run across. The best resources, I think, are the ones that you'll actually use. So there's a ton of stuff out there. A lot of it is not even related to your particular needs at that moment. So that means you have to know what each resource can offer and if it suits your needs. That means you, you have to act, you have to take action. You have to determine what do you need, then investigate what's out there that fits that need, because it's not one size fits all, and then you have to engage with the resource. So you cannot be a passive recipient of the stuff that's out there. 
you have to actively engage and find out what is going on, what do I need, and that that's something that some people have, have trouble doing. They're waiting for someone to come to them, or they start looking, but they haven't figured out what they actually need to, to cut out a lot of the extra stuff that's not applicable to them. Um, so really, I'd say one of my favorite general resources is Military One Source. Their services are free. They connect individuals and families to a multitude of organizations, including MSEC. If you call and say, I'm having concerns about my child's education, this will probably be the first resource that they send you off to. The resource that's most important is the one that fits your need. So I could probably list about 100 groups, but I'll let you call or email Military One Source instead. Well, and I think that's very smart to mention Military One Source. It's one of our favorites as well, um, particularly because, like you said, it sort of is a central hub for connections yes. and, and helping you as you're looking at the specific problem you're having in the specific season, they can help you go in the direction that you need to to give you the resources that are available to, for you. Right. You need to start looking at is is your issue related to mental health? Is your issue related to... Um, educational needs? Is it related to aging parents who you are now responsible for but you're a military family not necessarily co-located? So once you sort of start making your list of where your concerns are, it's that much easier for someone to link you to the resources. Absolutely, because there are so many opportunities out yes. there. And one of my favorite programs that's out there right now supports our military children. It's called MSEC Student to Student Program. And you're going to have a chance to meet with some of these students involved in the program at MSEC's National Training Seminar. What kind of things do you plan on discussing with these young leaders? So our discussion will focus on a book by Chip and Dan Heath. The Power of Moments. The book focuses on experiences and how they impact us, including the educational experiences of our students. So we'll talk about experiences that help define our lives, our character, and how we interact with our world. Well, I have to tell you, one of my favorite things about this job is that I'm always learning something new. And I've started reading the book, The Power of Moments by Chip Heath and Dan Heath. Um, I find that the premise is simple yet really profound. Um, what are some of the biggest takeaways that you would want our, our let me try that again. What are, what, what are some of the biggest takeaways that you would want to share with our listeners? I'd say there's not really one big takeaway for me. Um, it, cons- it confirmed a number of things that I already knew, and it gave me a lot to think about in a, in a different way. It reminded me that the true goal is to create a pattern where the individual learns from their experiences and develops an internal system of being open to the new, the different things which help to create growth for the, the individual and others. By doing this, we create this self-feeding system of individuals who are more open to ideas and other people. So the goal is not just that there's this one grand idea or thought process. It's creating a system where, or an environment where people see growth potential, avenues of learning all around them to include being open to people that they might not click with or see in a, a, a positive light, but because you're, you're, you're opening yourself to all of this, you're going to try to say, maybe this, is, maybe this person is somebody that I want to get to know, or at least let me hear them out. And then that's really the kind of grand scheme that they're talking about with the power of moments. 
opening yourself up to it and then seeing what you can gain from it or what you can give to others through it. No, and that sounds very interesting. And I'm looking forward to finishing the book. So what makes our podcast unique? Or there's personal stories that our guests typically like to share. Do you have any final thoughts or advice that you'd like to share with everyone? For both the students and for military families, remember that you are not cast in stone. You can create the person you want to be. And a PCS move is really the perfect opportunity. I used to say to my kids, if you don't like who you were in the last place you lived, you can be someone else in the next place. You're starting over with a clean slate. Um, You can connect with a different type of um, Group, a different group of people. Um, if you were kind of surrounding yourself with negative people in the last duty station, you can change that in the new one and seek out people who have a different personality, a different kind of an environment to it. Um, if you weren't participating in your last community, you can in your new location. You may be the person who always said no at the other place, but maybe now it's time for you to be somebody who says yes. And also looking for leadership development opportunities, um, which are often found in volunteer settings. For families, for students, maybe you were too caught up in other things going on, whether it's uh, you know a family drama, whether it's a neighborhood drama or whatever. You can find new opportunities to develop yourself. You just have to be willing to engage with it. Um, and one last suggestion would be to be grateful for what you have and to try to make your community better for the sake of all, not just for yourself. So it's not just about feeding me and my needs. It's about creating a better environment because overall you'll be much happier. You can be filling your own personal agenda, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to make you happy. No, absolutely. And I think that's great advice to not only for our students, but also for adults and parents alike. I think sharing that is very important for everybody. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Ellen, thank you so much for your service and for the last 35 years. You truly are a role model to all military spouses and a reason that I am proud to be one. Thanks. It's been an absolute pleasure. We want to wish you all the best in what the future may hold for you and your husband. And we'd like to thank all our listeners for joining us today. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you'd like to hear more about. Have a great day. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.